This episode may contain explicit language and possible spoilers. Listener beware. Let's talk world. Did you ever see that uh, um, Crazy Heart? That's what I was afraid this movie's going to be like. A lot of people were saying that. That's the one with Jeff Bridges, right? Yeah. No, I never saw Great it. Great movie, though. Was it? I thought. I mean, it was, it was pretty sad, dude. It yeah. was pretty fucked up. Who else is in it? Jeff Bridges and who else? Um, Some chick that plays his daughter. I don't remember who it is. Awesome. But, like, I'll just give you a little tidbit. All right. Or, 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 or like, a snippet. All right. Like, he's such a bad drunk right. that his daughter wants nothing to do with him, even when he's cleaned up his act. Right. Like, he goes to his daughter's house, and she's like, I, I don't want anything to do with you. Wow. That's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up, David. But it makes sense, David. It makes sense, David. It makes sense. David. And I'm, and I'm trying, to talk, trying to talk like Bradley Cooper right now. You know oh, what? I think, uh, I think you're a songwriter, but don't worry. I won't tell nobody. <laughs> but I'm not a good uh, secret. Gator. What did he say? I'm not. I'm not good at holding secrets. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, that means I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to tell everybody and uh, ruin your life by giving you fame and fortune. And you're going to change. You're going to become like Britney Spears. You're going to be a whore like Britney Spears. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now, language, Josh. Language. She was Britney Spearsish. Come on. Hey, hey. We're not uh, doing that comparison because I think Lady Gaga is a goddess. So. Right, but in the movie, she portrayed a whore like Britney Spears. Hey, 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 what did I tell you, dude? If you're going to keep Britney talking Spears, about Gaga like that, I'm going to hang up we on you. We have the same birthday. Um, I'm just saying. Who? That's about it. Who has the same birthday? Me and Britney Spears. Look it up. Oh, and Janet Jackson. I don't give a shit about that. Well, I mean, it's a good tidbit. Is it a good story to tell? Good story yeah. to tell your kids? I do have a Janet Jackson story, though. Tell it. Um, so this truck driver used to like make, he used to help, uh, like the production company behind her, her, her concerts. I'm already bored. And they hung out with Janet Jackson once. Like, and she bought pizza for everyone and they were drinking beer, like, like, like a normal person. Awesome. Yeah. Well, these people are normal people, Josh. That's what you forget. You, you... I, I don't know. I don't know. Tesla. <laughs> I see Teslas all the time over here in Southern Cali. Southern California. Oh, God damn. I hit the mic. Dude, by the way, when I was out there, beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. Let's talk about that really quick. Let's get into the Hey, hey guys, what's going on? This is uh, Flix Talk. Welcome back, by the way. And uh, today we're going to be talking about A Star is Born. But before that, Josh wants to let you guys know about his recent trip over the weekend. So tell us, Josh. Oh, yeah. We went to uh, Universal Studios. We right. did the Terror uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Um, next time we will get the Fast Pass. It was insane. Oh, my God. I walked about 10 miles. My right calf is still sore. <laughs> and they're assholes. If you have a VIP pass or a fast pass, yeah. they let everyone in. Uh, Michael Myers ride, by the way, two hours. Totally wasn't worth it. Ugh. 
Dr. Loomis was the best part of it. They had this robotic Dr. Loomis. It was oh. Do you think do you nice. think like his family or someone like, you know, related to him is is pretty mortified by seeing that? Probably. If they yeah. Was he like M -m 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 Michael go 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 go. I no, must kill bad. you, Michael. It, it looked pretty lifelike. It was creepy. That's even and, worse. Uh, he had a like a that same gun he had in the movie and he was shooting a fake Michael Myers coming out of the wall. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. I already, I did reserve my tickets, bro. By the way, I so heard, I saw that. Yes, the eighteen. I had to do it. I had to fucking do it. Son of a bitch. I know. I wanted to come to Vegas so bad, but you know what? Over the weekend, we did get our beautiful, brand new kitten. Well, he's only four months old, but I, I still call him a kitten. Yes. Not even a year old, and uh, we adopted him from my dad. And uh, his name is Mochi. So, Mochi is the newest addition. Mochi! He's somewhere in the back over here. If you guys didn't know, Mochi is Japanese. It's like a Japanese rice cake. So, um, that's exactly what he looks like. Like a little ball of rice cake. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, and how old is Mochi? Only about four months now. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he's he just got, uh, you know, neutered. You know, unfortunately mm. for him. Uh, so he's feeling a little emo right now. So he's been kind of like <laughs> under the weather. No, seriously, he's been under the weather and uh, he's been hiding from us. But you know what? Actually, last night he kept us up all night. Well, he woke me up at about four in the morning, both of us, yeah. and uh, just started like he jumped on the bed and just wanted to lay with us and started purring. So that was awesome. Aww. Yeah, he's coming around. He's coming around. He's in a new place. A new Dude, we drove him like two hours from his original home. The mochi. The mochi is now part of the Flix Talk family, guys. Um, and what kind of cat is that, buddy? Uh, I was ooh, trying to figure it out. I, I don't know anything about cats or cat breeds, so I really couldn't tell you. All I know is Calico and Tabby. That's all I know either. And Egyptian That's all I know. and Minx and, yeah, just a generic cat cat world. Well, he looks like he's part cow because he's white and he has black spots. Maybe That's all I know. a different Calico? I don't know. Maybe he's a cow Ico. Ah, uh, <laughs> crazy son of No, but anyways, let's talk about um, let's talk about how shitty Universal Studios is now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I ruined my life. Back I, to the Future is no longer there. Oh god, no, no, no. Um, yeah, so Simpsons. So I was telling you because we had gone maybe three or it might have even been four years ago. So we went. I think the first time might have been for my birthday, maybe four years ago. So we went during the day, and then I could have because my birthday is in March. So I could have sworn right. we went back later that year, same year, four years ago, and did the Horror Nights because this is when the last – not the very last purge, but I believe the election purge maybe okay. came out. So that might have been like four years ago. And um, all I know is there was purge people running around. They had the From Dusk Till Dawn, the TV show, which was really cool. And then they had an Alien versus Predator for some reason. That movie hadn't, oh hadn't even been out for like years. So. Did they have them running around too? No, that was like a maze. So you just oh, saw like aliens oh. like in the wall that were like 10 feet tall and stuff. And it, it was all right. But it's definitely not worth the wait, like I said. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the best best maze I liked was the Stranger Things. I got scared twice. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend was laughing her ass off behind me. I was like, oh, fuck. And the worst part is I saw him in the corner. Yeah. But I, I just kept walking thinking, oh, I'm good. He's going to get the other guy. And that and, was a long maze from what I remember. I mean, that was a long one, right? It was like oh, yeah. eight minutes, nine minutes of mine. Yeah, but the way wasn't that bad. Yeah. I'm telling you, Michael Myers was fucking insane because it's, <laughs> it's where Waterworld is. And that line oh, is huge. Oh, I do remember that. Is that still going on? Yeah. Kevin Costner, and, and people good were God. So, 
people were so frustrated. People were coming by the line going, turn back. It's not worth it. Turn back. It's not worth it. And we should have fucking listened. And then you're like, no, I've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, we were already like an hour deep. Once you're an hour deep, you're invested into that line. Holy And you shit. are the line. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I, we waited an hour for anything last time we were there. I think if it was that long, we just kind of head ba- headed back. And you had no fast pass? No, dude. No, we couldn't afford the fast We actually did the fast pass at um, – at Disneyland this past uh, Valentine's Day, totally worth it. It was only like twenty bucks extra, and That's it? Uh, yeah, for two, yeah, twenty bucks extra for two of us. It's like eighty at Universal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why because they have way less rides. But great, David. For Agreed. some reason, I enjoy Universal Studios rides more than Disneyland rides. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I only like one Disneyland ride from what I remember. Actually, two. Yeah, the Tower of Terror. That little elevator thing, you know, the haunted. That's Mansion. actually in California Adventure. We didn't we didn't get to go to that, but yeah. And then Space Mountain. That's mm. it. That's pretty much it. You know what's funny is that I actually went on Space Mountain for the first time ever in my life because my girlfriend what? kind of suckered. Yeah. She suckered me into it. I told her, I was like, I don't like roller coasters. And she's like, babe, this isn't a roller coaster. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, no. Do you like it? It's not a roller coaster. And then we were halfway in line. And then I looked it up on my phone and it's like, this is a roller coaster that goes 30 miles an hour. And I'm like, God damn it. No, we can't go back. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was actually, it was actually awesome. I, I wish I would have, um, uh, we th- they could have done a little more, like more spacey in Space Mountain, but yeah. yeah, they didn't do that. Did you know there's a video actually? Someone recorded it in night vision, and there's like creepy shit, like b- beyond the the dark. Did you know that? Yeah, there's like props and shit, like faces and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a little ass room. Ooh. It's literally like a little warehouse. Yeah, it's scary. It is scary. Did like you hear it. about the deaths behind Space Mountain? Not about Space Mountain. I actually. Remember a death? Well, you know, the actual death. The guy got decapitated on, um, uh, what was it? The Big Thunder Mountain. I think we were talking about that last time. Big Thunder Mountain. And, oh, it was Big um, Thunder Mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one in uh, oh, yeah. Frontierland. And then I think there's actually like a like a ghost in um, It's a Small World. What? Hmm? Look like it up. Like Google, like Google. a puppet ghost or what? No. Look up um, It's a Small <laughs> It's a small World Suicide. And I get, this is like back in like the 60s, bro. Like apparently oh, uh, 60s or 70s, like someone was taking like, like um, you know, shots. They had the old Polaroid, not Polaroids, but like those old, uh, you know, big cameras and stuff. And I guess they yeah. actually took a shot up at the rafters and there was a shot of someone hanging there and it was an employee. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a myth or, 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 you know, what's going, if that's really true, but I Google the picture and it shows it. So I don't know. I don't know. They said the same thing about Wizard of Oz. You know, the, how the monkey actors hung themselves in the trees. <sighs> it, well, it wasn't the monkey. That really was, happened, I heard. Well, I mean, it was uh, the little people actors. It was, Oompa, yeah. I would say Oompa Loompas. It's the. <laughs> what are they called? The Lollipop Guild or what the fuck is it? Yeah, the Lollipop Guild. Yeah. yeah I think it was. Speaking it, of that, I got scared by, I, I figured out. I know I am afraid of Chucky now. I am afraid of little people. Little people scare me. Interesting. I don't know why. How about the guy from Bad Santa? Are you afraid of him? No, he's pretty funny. Okay. But if he's in a suit, I'm well, scared shitless. He was in a suit that whole time. I mean, he was in a elf suit. I mean, like I mean, like a, a weird alien suit or first purge suit. By the way, they had the first purge, but we didn't get to it. We did all the other stuff. I think we've drifted too far into the upside down with this... Uh, Intro. Yes, we we're already like of Universal. <laughs> we're like ten minutes, and we're not even talking about a Star Is Born. Can we get on topic, buddy? <laughs> yeah, let's go. All, All right. right, so a Star Is Born, Warner Brothers. Uh, let's see, this movie's. <laughs> by- <laughs> I don't even know what this. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. All right, so a Star Is Born. This movie was better than Universal, though. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. 
Yeah. All right, here we Here's go. Price. Guys. $25 for fucking parking? Josh. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. Welcome to it. Yeah. I went to go see Bill Burr a couple weeks ago, and yeah, Pure parking great. alone was 25 bucks, dude. Almost great. as much as the goddamn tickets. Anyways. All right, here we go, guys. So, A Star is Born. Uh, I did see it on Friday, and uh, what was it? October 5th, I believe? Yeah, October 5th. Yes. Josh, you caught it last night. or No, you caught it today, right? October, today, today. Today, October. It feels like last night, though. Right. <laughs> October 8th. So, it is really, really fresh in your mind. Now, this film is directed and it's, uh, you know, the debut of Bradley Cooper. Yes. And uh, it was written by Eric Roth and Bradley Cooper as well. Uh, and it stars Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Sam Elliott, and Dave Chappelle, just to name a few. There was a couple cameos, guys. I did notice a lot more comedians, actually. I think, um, uh, uh, what was that guy's name, dude? It's, it's a scene where they're getting married, uh, but there's another black, a- uh, actor. Oh, yeah. Omar, uh, Omar Epps? No. Okay. You're, no. No, 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 no. Mike Epps. No. Okay. That's, no. uh, we're going to edit this um, out because we sound racist. Um, it's- <laughs> <laughs> no, because <laughs> we said Fs. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin is who I'm talking Eddie about. Griffin, there you go. Yeah. Oh my god. Eddie Griffin uh, amongst uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh my god, Andrew Dice Clay Dude, Andrew is Dice back. Clay was in there when? Dude, he, when? oh Josh, uh, you're not a super fan, buddy, and neither am I. But I did notice his face. Okay, we're gonna talk about this. Okay, we're just gonna jump right into it. Okay. So if you guys don't know about a Star Is Born, this is like the third or fourth reboot. So they've actually done this movie about four. This is the fourth time. Uh, one of yeah. those previous in the seventies being with a Barbara Streisand. Yeah, totally forget, but uh, I did not see those and films. And they got it right. Yeah, I, 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 well, I have to go back and watch those other movies, so I can't really compare them. But um, a quick synopsis of this film is, guys, if you haven't seen those movies or know about this movie, is... A musician helps a young singer and actress find fame, even as age and alcoholism sends his own career into a downward spiral. Now, I thought it was really, really cool and courageous that Bradley Cooper would even start off a movie like this. I mean, he could have went – him being a comedian, like starting off as a comedian, I don't think he was – was he a serious actor at first? I got to look him up. I got to look up what early movies he was in because I always remember him as a comedian guy, like being in the comedic roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think he really didn't get huge until like American Sniper. Uh huh. Okay. And then um, he was also in that pretty funny movie. Um, oh shit! What is it called again? Where he plays that burnt out cook. Burnt, I think, or burnt. Oh, I think it was burnt actually. Um, you know what? So it shows that his first role ever was on Sex and the City. He had a he had a oh. yeah. He was Jake. Ooh, Jake. Oh, he was a uh, he was mm-hmm. he was one of the love interests of. Uh, What's her name? What was the one that was very promiscuous? I don't know. They were all whores. But uh, yeah. and then we yeah. have a uh, we have Wet Hot Summer, Wet Hot American Summer, which uh, didn't they like redo that or something on Netflix? Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. So then we got also this. I'm not going to name the whole resume, guys. But uh, and then we have another TV series called The Street, which was in 2000 and 2001. Uh, don't even know mm. about that one at all. But, uh, yo, yeah, we have a whole slew of TV series up until like the next like five or six years of his life. Wow. Okay. So he did a lot. Okay. So one of the ones that I, the early ones that I definitely remember is the Midnight Meat Train 2008. Oh, oh remember? Yeah, he was in this shit. Yeah, dude. He played yes. like a photographer or something or someone that was yeah, trying to that uncover. That was a great movie. That was a great horror. That was actually a really, really good horror movie. I think it got, dude, it wasn't low ratings though, but. The- yeah, wasn't the killer? Um, oh, fuck, what the is guy from Vince, the guy Vince, from Snatch, Vince guy from Snatch. 
Yeah, Vince Guy, right? Or Vince? Uh, Vinnie Vince Jones. Guy? Vinnie Jones. Vinnie, Vinnie Jones. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um, that one has Brooke Shields, uh, Leslie Bibb. So that was actually a really, really good movie, guys. Definitely check that one out. Uh, Barbara Eve Harris as well. Um, yeah, so that one's 2008. And that was more of a, like I said, like a, like a thriller horror movie. Um, yeah. You know, it wasn't until a couple of years after that he started getting into like, you know, Hangover. Uh, he was in Yes Man. Um uh, uh, let's see the A Team, which I never saw. You got all the Hangover, you know, sequels and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, after that, I think after the third Hangover, that's when he's like, okay, I got to turn my career around. Everybody knows me. Yeah, I got to get serious with my career. And uh, so that's serious. when he jumped into American Hustle, two thousand and thirteen. And uh, a year later, Guardians of the Galaxy, the voice of Rocket, which is awesome. Rocket is always one of my favorite characters. Which I can't believe it's him. Right. Like, it doesn't even sound like him. I know. Well, the the voice tweak, you know. Um, Then we also get American Sniper that same year, 2014. Then we get Burnt in 2015. Uh, 10 Clover. Oh, he did the voice on 10 Cloverfield Lane. We're not going to get into that. That was such a small role. Um, and then now we flash forward to 2018, A Star is Born. And oh my God, Josh. Overall thoughts before we get into details. Amazing points. I'm just going to tell you right now because I wrote it in my review too, but, um, I've never cried so much next to Logan. Really? And if you didn't cry during Logan, then you, my friend, or not my friend, our psychopath. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, one of the reasons I got to agree with, uh, well, as far as like, you know, the emotional aspect of it, you know, it, it kind of hit home a little bit because, you know, I had a, a family member deal with alcoholism and, uh, you know, it, 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 even, you know, she says later on in the film, you know, you're battling this disease. And as much as I used to tell myself, you know what, people that say that alcoholism is a disease, you know, are pussies and stuff like that. But it, when you when you when it hits so close to home and it affects you and you everybody around you you start to realize it is a disease and it's something that that they can't shake off dude it's that monkey you can never shake off your back i mean eventually you know people shake it off but it's just such a tough thing you know because people are trying to mask the problems problems inside and that's exactly what bradley cooper's uh character who was um uh, what was his name? Jack. His name was Jack in the movie and shit. He Jack. used to, he used to like, to, like to drink a lot of Jack, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he was just hiding a lot of demons inside and it had to do – he had a lot of father issues, you know. And then uh, he also has a lot of issues with his brother, his older, older brother in the movie, which Sam I – Sam Elliott. He played uh, – his name was Bobby in the movie. And um, he – at first, I was like, wait a minute. This man is like 20 years older than him and he's supposed to be his older brother? Okay. But then, you know, they explain, you know, he had two, what, two different dads, right? Or, some, or two different – Yeah, like moms Bradley Cooper wasn't born until he was like 63. He had him at 63 or something, mm. stupid shit like that. That's right. So, later in life, I mean, you know, he starts explaining his backstory. You know, he's from Arizona. He has a real deep, rich, you know, uh, uh, grassroots soul uh, music. The only thing I can compare it to because actually some coworkers were listening to the soundtrack when it came out on last Friday and they were and I was asking them I was like I really love this soundtrack but would you consider it country or blues or or rock or what is it and they were like it's a little bit of everything above you know all the above and uh, I think he really pulled it off and this is this was really Bradley Cooper singing in this film right because I didn't do the research yeah. on it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, and I got some interesting tidbits that I'll save at the end. But yeah. totally spoiler-free zone. I don't want to – spoilers. Yeah. Um, it, it was phenomenal. And Sam Elliott, dude. Yeah. Like, he's such an amazing actor, dude. 
Yeah, so we get so we get a little bit of Sam Elliott. Uh, he's more of like a reoccurring role. You know, he'll pop up for about five minutes or so, and then kind of they'll do you know do their thing, and then he'll pop up later on in the film. Uh, but what I um you know also the big co-star in this film, uh, she was you know she stole the show for me, and I think this is her breakthrough movie Gaga. movie role Gaga. is Gaga. Ooh la la. So yeah. we get Lady Gaga. She plays Allie, and she's someone that from what I from what I remember, she hasn't been in any films. Right, I, she's only been an American Horror Story and maybe a couple other TV shows, but I, yeah, I, and, I, and, and and I'm interested to watch the new shit, but mm. I, I I stopped watching it, dude. Yeah, it's Did a little you weird. Watching it too? Oh yeah, it's a little weird. After I think for me. the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. Which one was that? Where they're like in a house with surveillance cameras? Uh, yeah. a- after that one, we we stopped watching it, but we, yeah, we might have to go back to it because it does have a, a pretty cool cast. I mean, how can you? That cast is awesome. But, anyways, uh, back to Gaga. So she plays Allie, and she plays someone who you know we're introduced right away. She's someone that you know is a dishwasher, or, or she she works in a restaurant, right? So she's you know her boss is like, take out the fucking trash before you leave, and then her you know her best friend at the job is like, you know, she's performing tonight, and he's like, I don't give a fuck, take out the trash. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. She, She's just a, a hardworking server, yeah. And then you got she's got this douchebag boss yeah. who sits in a fucking like like parking box, you know. Mm-hmm. He's basically like barking like barking orders at her, right? So, anyways, she's off to her gig. She's singing along the way, and and I guess she um it was interesting because she actually sings at a drag bar, and she's one of the right. she's one of the only women that sings at a drag bar. So we have Bradley Cooper. Who, uh, we open up with Bradley Cooper doing a song and he's going hardcore on these guitar riffs. I was like, dude, is he really playing that? Cause he's, oh, sorry. I was like, dude, is he really playing that? Because he's just going off. He's ripping on the guitar, right? So, yeah. um, so what we got, and I think, uh, my girlfriend just told me this today. She said, I, I think that was actually Coachella. Yes. Yeah. That's that, correct. That, 2017 Coachella. Okay. Was filmed and they paid, uh, um, uh, people ten or uh, people who paid ten dollars to be a part of the crowd. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, because because I I, yes. I thought that backdrop backdrop looked familiar. So he performed at, 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 well, at well, what was supposed to be Coachella. You know, they don't they don't talk about that at all. But you can obviously tell it's Coachella in Indio, California, and um, huge, massive outdoor crowd. Right. So he's ripping. And, uh, you know, he gets into his car. He totally avoids, like, this, like talking to anybody. He doesn't even say, like, hey, thanks for coming out or whatever. He doesn't shake anybody's hand. He doesn't even acknowledge them. He has his head down the whole time. He jumps in the car and just starts downing a bottle of alcohol, right? Insane. So, what co- comes to find out, uh, they're going to be, like, in a – not a fender bender, but there's a lot of traffic. He says his, his driver says there's going to be, like, an hour and a half in traffic, and he's like, oh, shit, I need a drink. Like, I just ran out of the bottle. I need a drink. And he's like, just pull over right here. He goes, this place looks like a bar, and he jumps out, not knowing that it's a drag bar. So he goes in there. He's greeted by Lady Gaga's friend, who I believe it's Anthony Ramos. He plays Ramon. And um, uh, he's also her coworker. So, you know, he gets a drink with him at the bar. He goes, hey, I, I know you. You're Jack, you know, blah, blah, blah. What was his name? His last name, Jack. So, uh, I forgot his last name was. Jackson Maine, sir. Jackson, Jackson Maine. Jackson Maine, sir. He goes by Jack. Yeah. So, Jackson Maine, you know, everybody knows know, – Jackson Maine, everybody knows his name. And uh, <laughs> he goes in there, right? Everybody's like looking at him and stuff like that. They all know who he is. So, he's getting a drink. He's like talking to some of the drag queens and stuff like that. Then he's like, oh, you need to hear my girl, Allie. She's about to perform. And he's like, all right, uh, you know, where is she coming up next? Or, uh, you know, and he's like, he's like, yeah, there she, there she is. There she is. So she comes on 
and she performed this amazing like French song and it's on the soundtrack. Nailed it. Nailed it. Her octaves, the range is so crazy high, you know, and um, it, she, she blows him away. She doesn't even know he's in the crowd. Ten cr- times Sinatra. Yeah. She doesn't even Ten know he's in the crowd. So he wows her and he's like, uh, you know, Ramon says, hey, I want, I want you to meet her. Can you meet her? You know, go backstage. So he does. He agrees. And he goes back there with all the girls. And then we get a huge like drag scene. That's actually really, really funny. Everything in this movie seemed more natural than scripted. Did you notice that? Yeah, and I think that's how it hit home so much, and it, uh, I've never cried so much in my life. Okay. Um, it was it was brilliant. Are you crying now? But or? there's also, I'll save it for to the end, there's a bunch of tidbit facts that made it so emotional. All right. So, then they, you know, the two meet, they head it off, uh, they go for more drinks, you know, he finds out that, um, that she is in, in well, she already, she, he sees that she's an amazing singer, but he also finds out that she's an amazing songwriter. So, like clockwork, you know, um, they just hit it off and within 24 hours, he invites her, you know, to his show, flies her out in a personal, you know, private jet. And, uh, oh, before he does all that, they're like in the parking lot and they're talking about lyrics and stuff like that. And he's like, I think you're a songwriter, but I ain't going to tell nobody. Don't worry about it. So I like your nose. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> he, so they're getting really close and hot and heavy, right? Things are happening. They're, you know, they're developing these characters, which are really cool. And they're total opposite people, by the way. They're total opposite. I like how it was characters. quick. It was quick. It wasn't a slow burn. Yeah. It was right to the point. Yeah. Boom. Well, I, I would I would kind of disagree. I would say that this was – I mean, this movie's clocking in about two hours and 16 minutes, I think, or two hours and 15 minutes. There is a lot of dialogue, but it's all important dialogue. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Um, so, to some people, it might be a slow burn. But anyways, um, I, I enjoyed it through and through, all the dialogue. So, uh, anyways, you know, he's going over and she's talking about she writes lyrics or she keeps lyrics in her head and she started the, you know, chorus here and there. So she's a songwriter, right? She just doesn't want to put it out there like that. She's very embarrassed. She's very self-conscious about her nose and she just doesn't think she has that look, right? So he right. tells her, he keeps, you know, pumping her up, you know, you're beautiful, you know, you're amazing and just basically showing her that she has a talent. It doesn't matter. All the, all the rest of the stuff is going to come, you know, it's about having talent first. So he invites her to a show and, uh, you know, unbeknownst to her, when she's on stage, he just basically tells her, he tells the crowd, I got this girl here, Allie, and she's going to sing an amazing song for you. Now, when they showed her, the, the, the fear and the, the, the anticipation building up was very genuine. Like it looked like she was really going to make that move or not make that move. And she ended up making that move and walking on stage. And I thought it was, that was a phenomenal scene right there. Yeah. There was, there was actually tension flying. It wasn't like, okay. It was, it was, it was pause moment. Should I do this? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And, and boom. Yeah. Great yeah, results. And, and she nailed it. And she totally nailed it. So from there, you know, of course, we get people recording it on their phones. They're uploading it to YouTube and stuff like that. It's getting hundreds of thousands of hits. And, uh, you know, amongst the crowd, someone approaches her and it's, it's, a, it's a record exec, you know, just like the, this is like a dream come true for her. You know, a record exec says, you know, I think you have an amazing sound, but I think you – they're, you're destined for more. You know, there's always that pitch. You know, you're destined Little for did more. Little he was going to be a douchebag. 
<laughs> so, you know, you get the devil horned record exec, right? So he, you know, he claims to just, you know, he wants to give her the world and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, she's still doing songs with Bradley Cooper and stuff like that. And, 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 uh, she's, she's a huge crutch for him. So along the way, she's really, you know, he's still drinking yeah. a lot. He's still, he has this problem, you know, he's still drinking a lot, but he's madly in love with her, even though. Right. And, and she's not yeah. helping either because. I don't know if you noticed that there were scenes when she's downing like two shots of tequila and shit or mm. a shot of tequila here and there. Well, she definitely can't hang, but I think, that's but I think she's helping her deal with it. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, come on. How many times have we been in that situation where a couple of shots would help, you know? Yeah. But, um, she's definitely trying to hang with him, but she obviously sees he's falling all over the place. You know, he's also doing pills. Uh, we don't know what kind of pills, Dude, by the way. What pills was he doing? Okay. I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. These, had to have been some kind of downers, right? Because he was, was, it he wasn't was, Adderall? No. Dude, it was the opposite effect, I think. Well, no, no, no. Actually, you're, you're, you know what? You might be right because he did snort yeah, it right before drinking. his show. He did snort yeah. it right before his show. But you know what? Someone actually had the audacity, and I saw this on Instagram, to write an article saying that he was a coke head in the movie. When did he do coke? Because they're fucking retarded and they thought a crushed pill looks like Coke. Exactly. See, this is how stupid people are. These, Someone they, said that? They call these people cr- – yeah, no, no. It's real. They, they, you know, they're actually – they call themselves critics and they're not even paying attention to the movie. Where are these posers? Yeah. I'll show you after. Yeah. But anyways, Jesus. so, um, you know, <laughs> going back, going back, uh, they end up, you know, starting a life on the road, you know, not only musically, but, you know, emotionally. And they get, you know, sexually, you know, entangled and they, they just start to develop, right? And he pretty much gets her out of her shell in her comfort zone. Uh, but along the way, man, he's still battling these fucking demons, you know, drinking. You know, he finds out a secret that his, you know, his brother Bobby, you know, uh, did something uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it, but he ends up, you know, getting an altercation with him, and um, you know, uh, also we have Allie, who's, you know, um, uh, her father is Andrew Dice Clay. Josh, I'll just tell you, her father was Andrew Dice Clay. What? Okay, if you don't oh get, oh my god, that was he looks so different. Yeah, he's older, Josh. Hello, he was in the prime, like in, his, in the nineties. Ask- no, he has the Italian ass. He's yeah, he Italian does. and Jewish. Okay. So we have some, you know, uh, you know, back and forth with Allie and her dad, Lorenzo, played by Andrew Dice Clay. And do you notice he had a lazy eye in the movie? Is, does he have a, a lazy eye in real life now? Or, or I don't know. Probably. What... But, dude, he he lost a lot of weight then because he was way bigger before. Uh, I got to disagree. I think he gained a lot of weight, actually. If you look at I that and look. in a suit. Uh, okay. What movie were you watching? But um, anyways, uh, it looked like he gained about 30 pounds. But that's great. I, I still can't believe it's Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, yeah, it was, dude. Come on, you could totally tell. I mean, all he he just cut his hair. That's all it was. He just cut his hair. Okay. But anyway, I think he a did. That makes a big difference. Yeah, he did a phenomenal job, though. I think he did a phenomenal job, and, and it was totally mm-hmm. believable as Lady Gaga's uh, father. He was a good dad. He was a good dad. He was, he a, was the dad. He, he was a good guy, but he gave her a speech at the beginning, basically like, don't throw all your eggs in one basket like a lot of people don't make it like i know he's giving her that tough love but it was breaking her down you know yeah but i think he was also trying to test the waters to see if she really wanted to do this shit because tough love also helps you um you know float i don't think so i don't think so i think he was being a dick in the beginning and once he saw the views on the youtube video then he was like holy shit like she actually has something here you know, and then once she found, once he found out that you know his daughter was dating you know Jack, then he was all on board with it because Jack is you know a millionaire. 
So along the way, we get these, you know, little characters here and there. Um, we even get a look, a little cameo from Alec Baldwin. Like I said, uh, Dave Chappelle, who plays, uh, you know, his lifelong friend. I think they were in, um, well, I don't know if it's a lifelong friend, but it's a, it's a very, very close friend of his who was in Memphis, I believe. They hit Memphis and, uh, he just basically gets blacked out drunk and, and like, kind of passes out like in Dave Chappelle's yard, right? The front lawn or something right. like that. And then Dave Chappelle like picks him up. I mean, you've seen it in the trailer. He picks him up and he gives him the, the, the whole speech about, man, like, um, by the way, I thought his words, whoever wrote his lines, that, that I think made me more emotional than ever because it's probably the truest shit ever about the whole, you know, sometimes you go out to sea and, you know, you're, you know, you're docked and you don't know if you're going to be there for weeks. Right. And you forget what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, and then it, and then it becomes not about the destination, but the journey. And how many times have you heard right. that? People worry about so much about the destination. They forget about the fucking journey, all the good times going along. You know what I mean? And, right, and uh, the bad times because that makes, that makes, oh, of character. course. Makes character. Of course. It makes you it, um, it makes Dave you hard. Chappelle yeah. blew me out of the water. Wasn't expecting that. I, f- I feel like that was his real family. That's his real wife and his kids. Yeah, it is. It that is. That was legit. Um, I think it is, actually. I mean, that's his... He needs to do more movies. Yeah. He could we, be like... We need to see him more. The next Morgan Freeman, minus all the accusations. <laughs> okay, Josh. Josh, always with that uh, that awkward ending. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, you yeah. So, I mean, in a nutshell, you know, along the way, I mean, we're not going to get into more, more detail. I mean, I don't want to explain the whole damn movie, but, um, you know, we get Allie and Bradley Cooper uh, and, and Jack, um, uh, you know, just kind of battling, uh, their musical taste because Allie does become a pop star and he is a country star. So those worlds don't really mesh too well. He doesn't understand her lyrics at all. And I thought that was actually really, really funny how it showed the different worlds. You know, obviously Allie, since she's a pop star now, like she has dancers and, and then they, I liked how they explored that whole world about how different it was. And they showed her on the billboard looking like very vain and, you know, all the, all the Hollywood shit that goes along with being a pop star, you know? Yeah, I didn't like it. She she definitely um, put on a mask. She lost herself. She totally lost yeah. herself for a moment, you know. Uh, but but one thing that was a central theme of this mu- of this movie, besides the music, was love. Dude, she had so much love for this guy. So much um, there's a huge scene. I don't I don't want to, I don't want you to go into it because I'm not going to get into it. But uh, where they're at the Grammys and he does something so embarrassing, yeah. I was. I was mortified. I was like, if this were to happen to me, I would be so fucking embarrassed. And she held him down, dude. She held him down like a true G. And I she thought, did, and uh, she did. I give her props for that. Yeah, because she could have she could have walked away, and you know, there's so many times she could have walked away from him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So she stuck by him, t- uh, true and true. Um, yeah, he stayed by her man. She he wasn't did, abusive. She he wasn't a dick. No, he. He may have put a cake in her face, may or may not have. <laughs> How weird was that, happened. by the way? How weird? That Spoiler was, alert. I'm sorry. Damn it. That 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 was a scene that – there's a scene where she gets a cake put in her face by uh, by Bradley Cooper. It was pretty funny though. Uh, and me and my girlfriend just looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what, what that was about but uh, – I really enjoyed this movie, guys. It seemed really genuine, especially if you're in a relationship. You kind of know about the trials and tribulations of things. Uh, you know, just add music and the whole music industry into that, and you have a world of problems. So, 
I absolutely loved it. Um, this movie did go head to head, guys, this past weekend, October 5th weekend, um, up against Venom. With now, Venom. if you guys didn't know, Venom surpassed 80 million. Jesus fucking Christ. Any, I'm seeing it tonight, David. My uh, buddy just texted me. Oh, awesome. And he's okay. like, are you down to see Venom? Good. And I'm like, I guess Good. since David's not here, <laughs> fine. Hey, check it I out, dude. I, I actually, enjoy, for, for, for what it was, I enjoyed it. I thought the writing was really bad, but <laughs> the, the, the CGI and all the, all the fun, crazy stuff was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, it made, it made pretty much double than this movie. So this movie currently is at 44.2 million, which ain't bad. It ain't it's bad not. for for not having too many big stars. I mean, the biggest star is Bradley. Million dollar budget too. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, they made their. Uh, uh, the, well, this one says thirty six, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they made back their money. Uh, you know, the opening weekend, uh, worldwide, they're at fifty eight point four million. Uh, it, big. Yeah, it, it 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 ranked number two. You know, amongst thirty six hundred theaters. And, um, I, I thought it did great, you know, in the, in the weekend. Like I said, the biggest star is Bradley Cooper. Lady Gaga is a breakthrough star now. I think she, I think they're gonna, she might win a newcomer award or something for this. She better. If she doesn't win an award. Yeah. Then I'm, then I'm suing. <laughs> okay, John. I'm gonna find the money to sue. And then I'm suing. I'm gonna start a Kickstarter fund to sue. <laughs> and then we're suing. Over overall, or just ask Lady Gaga. Okay, Josh. <laughs> overall, and I don't really like musicals, and um, I'm not going to compare this to like, uh, uh, like a La La Land where they just kind of break out in the song. It, oh it, my god, I walked out of that movie. <laughs> Did I tell you that? I didn't watch the movie. I, all I know is a little. I was bit also about like, it. I was also like, eight beers in, two shots, and my parents wanted to watch it. Jesus, and I literally walked out. All and right. Yeah, it was bad, but I I couldn't do it. Great actors, though, you know, Emma Stone and uh, Ryan Gosling. It is. No, it's just not my thing. I've done a play before, and I don't want to watch other people do a play. So just a heads up. <laughs> just a heads up, guys. Uh, this is not one of those movies that just breaks in a song. Like, these are actually songs that are performed, you know, on cue and, and for, uh, you know, on purpose and stuff like that. And, and, and the song lyrics themselves were great. It wasn't cheesy, and it had a lot of foreshadowing. Did you notice that, Josh? A lot of the foreshadowing. Yes. And, uh, yes. and Bradley Cooper's songs were very sad and, and there, so there's a song sad. i, I want to look this up really quick because i have my spotify actually open uh of course you guys have heard the shallows which i think is a great fucking song uh, did you not tingle when she sang that song oh god her Sp- her her, tingles her, her, went her down my spine yeah her verse and then the ending part was like oh like it really got me that one for sure um did you cry i cried david it's okay um no i didn't i didn't cry I'm, i i i definitely teared in a couple of scenes um i'm trying to find this one song though uh, it might be. Let me see. It's, it's not, there's there's a lot of um. It might be out of time. Uh, the okay. maybe it's time to let the old days die. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe it's time to let the old that one right there. That takes a lot to change a man. Though it takes a lot to try. That got my dude. That fucking made that that tingled on my heartstrings, bro. Because it's so true. It takes a lot to change a man. That's like some Johnny Cash shit. That is some Johnny Cash shit, bro. Not only that, but it's also some Nietzsche shit. Uh huh. I don't know if you're familiar with Nietzsche. Philosopher? I'm not. He said. He said uh, to change a man. Oh, fuck. Now, now I'm having a brain fart. Awesome. To, to change a man is like basically <laughs> impossible. Like you would have to extract the DNA of that man. Yeah. Like it's 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 impossible. There's also a great song on the soundtrack by Lady Gaga called "Always Rem- Re- Always Remember Us This Way." 
Uh, it's a song where she's kind of singing at the piano by herself solo. And she kind of has like that Cindy Lauper, like not Cindy Lauper, but like, um, uh, that Joan Jett look, like where her hair is really wild. Jet, and she was yes. just letting go. Dude, she was, you know what? I really liked her character in this movie, especially because there was times where they showed her with like no makeup or little to no makeup on. And she was like ripping shit on the piano and singing her heart out where it would it, do. I don't think a lot of actresses would do this. Like, you know what I'm no. saying? Like put themselves out there like that. I mean, of course you have Charlie Theron, like in monster. She made, you know, no makeup and she, you know, she looked like oh very homely and stuff, but this one looked very like those performances almost looked like Woodstocky. Like it looked very, very throwbackish. You know what nice I mean? Woodstock. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. The songs were phenomenal. I didn't have a gripe at all. The only thing Did I thought you have any problem at all, like not well, even 1%. I had only one problem. I, I thought that I thought the songs were the very cheesy when she was doing her whole alley you know routine when she was a pop star yeah. but but they had to do that because they were kind of riffing on how corny the pop industry is um i like the direction it took though you know i, I really like because that's that's usually what breaks couples apart is 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 them being apart from each other in the music industry you know what i'm saying and the jealousy though from from uh jackson that's another thing that too intense, right? I, I wish i would have saw um, you know, someone try to hook up with Allie or someone try to hook up with Jack because you kind of need that yeah, to break yeah. the, uh, you know, to break the bond a little bit. And we didn't, we didn't really get to see any, any, you know, buddy getting cheated on or anything. And I think that's Maybe a huge love part of so strong. Well, no, no, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. That would test their love if we could see a scene like that, but we didn't get to see that. I mean, that would, that would have made the movie three hours long right there, but at least three hours. Yeah. But I, I liked it for what it was. Um, other than a couple of, Scenes that went on a, a little too long, like that whole okay. The, the thing with the nose, the nose scene could have been written a little better. And then, like when he touched her nose, like the music went like now now and I was like, "This is a Quentin Tarantino movie now. What happened? Like, does he like what? what yeah. w- it just like broke into like a song. Like it was weird. But um, like some some scenes were kind of you know a, a little off putting. But that doesn't mean they're bad. It just I, I wouldn't have if I would have directed it, I wouldn't have directed it that way. And that was like a half a percent. Um, Not only that, my only gripe would be, uh, and sorry to butt in, um, the only thing I had a problem with it, um, but maybe it's more me and you, and me and you can relate to that, Okay, is, I don't know, I wanted flashbacks of his dad. Because remember that, that one scene when his brother's telling him about how much of a piece of shit his dad was? Yeah. I wanted to see that. I wanted to know why he's drinking so much. And why he's like that? Besides well, the ear ear problem, we never discussed his ear problem. Well, we did talk about. Um, he did talk about. Uh, Jackson talked about that his dad was. Um, I, I mean, we assumed that his dad. Well, his no, his dad was a drunk. He talked about his dad just yeah. wanted him as a drinking yeah, buddy. He was his drinking buddy, remember? And his dad never paid attention to him. Um, I, I won't go into spoilers, but something does happen to him when I think he was twelve or thirteen, and uh, that ultimately, you know, comes back to haunt him. And uh, the the ending is so sad, and and I, I think that's what made me tear up the most. And I'm actually like almost tearing thinking about it. I don't know if I would have ended it that way because it's it's, dude. He had the fucking world, dude. And I, me even saying this is kind of spoiling it a little bit. But you always you always think even like nowadays, like when celebrities do this or whatever, like they have the world. Why would they do anything bad to? to the people they love or, or why would they jeopardize that base? I'll just leave it at that. Why would they jeopardize anything, you know? But, uh, the way this movie ended, I thought was very impactful. I thought, um, you know, Lady Gaga at the end, 
uh, before the credits rolled was amazing. Uh, that's also lifted directly from like one of the originals, by the way, the remake. I'll show you a scene by scene comparison. They, they do. It- there, there is a lot of scenes that happened in the old films that they remade off of this one. Um, right. that they, that they actually, you know, meshed into this new remake. So, or reboot, whatever you want to call it. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm, uh, if, I guess if you're a fan, maybe of the old ones, I'm hearing a lot of people that have seen the old ones. They really like this one still. I haven't heard any negative reviews. I think currently it's, it's, what is it on Rotten Tomatoes? Let me see. Is it 95? I think it might have been – it might have gone down actually. I think like 93 now. Um, okay. So, Star is Born is at 91%. Jesus. Um, currently and Venom is – better than Ven- uh, Killing a Sacred Deer. All right, Jerry. You love to do that one. Killing a Sacred Deer. Yeah. So, <laughs> an audience gave it a score of 86%. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things that, that happen in this. Um, uh, just a heads up, guys. This, this is one thing that I would recommend to our listeners. If you're going to go into this movie, do not watch the music videos. Like, there's a, a music video of The Shallows, and there's a music video that she just came out with actually today. I, I forget the song. It's on YouTube. But do not watch those videos right before you watch this movie because they show fucking everything. They show – did you see the Shallows video clip or movie? No. Why would they do that? They literally show everything, like of, like pivotal events. And I'm like, uh, we're about to go watch this movie. Why would they show all this? I didn't. That's Dude, one, that's one thing I didn't like with that. Uh, but I hate when they do that. It's it's really bad. But um, they've been doing it for years, though. I hate it. They've been doing it for years. You know, come on, you guys can just like they took Back to the Future from us, Universal Studios. Fuck you for taking Back to the Future. You didn't like Simpsons, right? I didn't get to go on it, David. Well, that's another story. Okay. All right. So I think that all that being said, guys, um, I thought it was a phenomenal movie. It's probably one of my um, more memorable movies that I will remember this year. For 2018. Right. Um, so, because of that, I got to give it a 9.5 out of 10. And oh, um, my God. An um, <laughs> almost solid 10. And you are my best friend. <laughs> you are my fucking best friend. <laughs> it's a, when you're crying and laughing. It's no, an, no, it's an, excel, I'm, I'm it's an excellent movie. And, and for Bradley Cooper's first directorial debut, he fucking nailed it. A- out of the park, dude. And he wrote he, it. And he wrote he's it. a fucking G. Yeah, he but he had to struggle to nail that. Yeah. He did. Yeah. You know, he had to also pull off an accent in this film, you know, like a Southern. Well, I mean, is Arizona Southern? Would you consider that Southern? I don't. I mean, a little bit. When I used to sell Inca Toner, yeah. I, would, I used to hit him with that Midwestern accent. Yeah. And I would go, hi, my name is Joshua, the associate supply company. And I, I'm calling just to give you a free quote over the phone for Inca Toner. <laughs> That was my that was my Midwestern accent. That was my Midwestern accent. Yeah, so he has a real, like he has a Indians. real he has a real scruffy um, you know demeanor, a whole look to him, a real cool, calm edge. But you know what, Jackson Maine is addicted, you know, to alcohol and pills, and uh, he battles with that through the whole fucking movie, all the way till the end, guys. So um, don't go in this thinking that this is going to be like a romantic. I mean, it is. There's a lot of romance and there's a lot of love in this film, but there's also a lot yes. of pain and um, and you know ups and downs and stuff. So just go in it knowing that this is going to be a tearjerker. And uh, I was in there with the pack theater, and uh, a lot of people, man, where you, you can you can hear it. You can hear people sign in the back, you know, behind me and stuff. And you could hear people like, you know, with the you know wiping away. Te- you could see people wiping away tears, you know, next to me and stuff like that. And it was emotional. It was very emotional, and, and I like that. I mean, especially like I said, from a first time director, we always getting first time directors that are nailing it. And I hope he can continue this trend. You know what I'm saying? So right, and and going back to Bradley Cooper, he had a lot of realistic pain that he 
dealt with. Um, this is Josh's tidbit section. All right, let's jump right he, into um, the tidbits. Let's do it. Sorry. Okay. Um, Go for it. So he was struggling for years with pain and uh, painkiller and alcohol addiction. Hmm. And uh, he's 11 years sober. And I give him props. Really? Give him mad props. Yeah. I did not know that. And um, going to Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. before she sang that last song, I think it was the last song. Yeah. Her best friend fucking died oh, from wow. cancer. And she had to go back and shoot the scene. And Bradley Cooper was a G and helped her out and get through it. You know what? On, on, on a side note, guys, uh, all the listeners and even you, Josh, I don't know. Have you seen the uh, the Lady Gaga uh, documentary on Netflix? It came out, I think, this year, if not late last year. I think it's called Five Foot Seven or Five Foot. No, it's called like Five Foot Two or something. It's yeah. it's like her height. It's like Five Foot Two or something. It's called Five Foot Two. I know that. Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Is okay. it pretty good? No, it's actually. I saw the Whitney Houston and I stopped watching it. It was so fucking sad. Okay. Fucking sad, David. Okay. And uh, no, but well, anyways, that documentary, the Lady Gaga documentary, um, she actually suffers, I think, from fibromyalgia, which my dad has. Really? Yeah. She, she suffers from, uh, you know, these joint pains uh, that she actually fights through. To the point where, you know, she's on music video sets and doing all this crazy stuff on stage, right? And then at the end of the show afterwards, they just show her like crying because she's in so much pain. And her chiropractor's, her chiropractor's like icing her down and shit. And, and she really does this because she loves music and performing. And it's fucking nuts. But she is a, a, a really, wow. she's an individual, dude. She's like such like a different person. Um, and she's very, very free. There's actually a scene that I thought was a little outrageous. Um, but she's doing an interview with her top off in this movie. What? Uh, like, yeah. Like in the, in, in the, in the documentary because she doesn't care. She just like very free bird. And, and also in this movie, uh, just a heads up guys and ladies, if you're into that, but, uh, Gaga is topless and, uh, bottomless in this movie for a quick second. So, hmm. Yes. Did you miss that part or cover your no, eyes? No, I saw it. I just, um, <laughs> you act like you didn't even know. <laughs> it, it was a glimpse. It was a quick glimpse. But but basically what I'm saying that is because she's not afraid to, you know, kind of just bear it all. You know what I'm saying? And and if you guys know, um, well, most of you guys probably don't even know that, that my girlfriend and I are huge Lady Gaga fans. I think she's probably one of my favorite divas as far as like singing. She's very theatrical. I think she has a wild life, a persona. Her music videos to me are phenomenal. Like it's just art. It's just like visual art. And there's something that draws me to her. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think she's, and, and even like she says in the movie, like she has a big note. She does, I mean, considered to the rest of the divas out there, she has a, she has an Italian nose. You know what I'm saying? She has that, that Jew nose a little bit. And, um, that's not normally accepted, right? In, in the Hollywood standards, but she somehow she just fought through that and, and made a name for herself and fucking has millions, you know, if not tens of millions. Oh, I think she has, you know, she has to have, you know, hundreds of millions of fans all over the planet, dude. Yeah, and it's sad that it comes down to that because uh, I think talent outweighs appearance. Look, look at uh, uh, what's his name, Fabinacci, or what's his name, the fucking opera singer, Fabinacci. He's like four 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 hundred pounds. He died. He died. Okay, I, I don't um, know. I'm not opera aficionado. I, I respect for opera. That's hard to do. But yeah, yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Um, yeah, people, I mean, that can kind of defy those, you know, physical obstacles and just kind of make a name, kind of make a name for themselves by just shining 
people are really going to gravitate towards that, dude. They're not going to give a fuck what you look like. If you can kill it. Dude, how many times have you seen like on The Voice or on uh, America's Got Talent or American Idol, like someone that walks on stage and you're like, oh, who is this person? And then they open their mouth to sing and they're you're blown away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Happens yeah, all the time. It, it all comes down to people are judgy, dude. Very, very. And, and that's what this movie deals a lot with. You know, especially on Allie's part because she is going in the pop world. So she has to change her appearance and everything, whereas in Jack doesn't. You know, he's kind of like established himself as this is who I am. And, you know, I'm, I'm a good old, you know, country boy from Arizona. And this is what I like to sing. You accept me or not. You know what I'm saying? You know, the Hollywood world isn't too kind to pop singers, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I like that persona he, he portrayed because he's like saying, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, this is who I am. If you don't like me, then then go watch some some other asshole that's fake. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he he was super true to his character, and I, I didn't have any gripes with it. He he actually looked like an alcoholic because his skin was very sun dried and leathery. Um, you know, he even had that red nose in some of the scenes. You know, and um, you know, it, when he sobers up, he actually looks a lot better. Like there, there was there was a lot that went into this character, man, because you have to portray someone that's drunk not only you know just by falling all over the place. You have to look it. Your eyes have to be glazed over. You have to your skin has to be damaged. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what alcoholism does to people's skin. It it, ter- it it like it rips it apart basically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I thought he I thought he played it off well, and and uh, I believed everything in this movie. I, I really did. He did. He was he was pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, I like that hardcore lyric that she added when they first met. Oh yeah, you trying so hard to be hardcore, or some of that. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was it was really cool, and and they both wrote songs for each other, and then the the last scene with her singing the song. Oh god, dude, that that one was. I think that one got me. That I think that last got one probably me. got me. Got him. <laughs> definitely got him. But um, this movie was phenomenal through and through, guys. I definitely recommend you guys check it out. Nine point five for me out of ten, and uh, same 9.5 for you. Five for me. Yeah. Uh, we didn't rehearse. We didn't go over notes and shit no, like no, that. No, 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 no. We are sporadic. We are not the uh, music industry where they practice and practice. Definitely. Practice makes perfect. Did you have any other that's tidbits it. about this movie or trivia or anything that's going um, on? I did. There was uh, – what was it about? Brad? Any goofs or bloopers or blunders or anything? Because I, I, I didn't even look up anything on IMDb no, really. No, I didn't find any goofs. Okay. It pissed me off. But, you know, for the <laughs> life of me, I was trying to figure out what the fuck kind of beer was he drinking Beer? It's, it's probably some IPA shit. Um, uh, which in which scene he was like drinking every fucking scene basically. When he's uh, when he's uh, no, because that was Dos Equis. Um There was one scene where he was drinking some weird IPA label, and I couldn't figure it out. There's nothing on the internet though; I couldn't find anything. <laughs> but there was one interesting fact that before she sings at the drag queen thing, uh-huh. I guess you can hear her singing over the rainbow, and that was paying homage to mm. the original. Yeah, and they they actually do. Yeah, they. Oh, that's awesome. They actually do um, uh, have that on the soundtrack too. So they the the sound the soundtrack was a little choppy because it opens up with like sound bites from the actual movie, and then it goes into a song, and then it goes back into like a couple sound bites, and then another song, and it kind of like threw me off a little bit. But yeah, there's a lot of dialogue there. There's there's a lot of like uh, uh, fillers, like in dialogues and skits, and I understand that because I think they only had like maybe like four to like seven actual songs on the album a lot of it was like some of it was like even just like didn't you there was like instrumentals like it was just like rock 
You know what I'm saying? Chords and stuff. And, yeah. and that was cool. I mean, you know, but do you, do you think that, that some of these songs are going to get nominated, you know, for a Grammy or something? I think they are. I definitely do. I yeah. definitely do. Uh, definitely the ending song. Okay. And the song that they collabed together. Shallow. It was, um, Shallow. Yes. Yeah. Shallow. I, I just, it just reminded me. Okay. I have two more tidbits. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, Bradley Cooper was, oh my God, a, a brain fart. No, this is important though. Hold on. I thought you're so, reading. I thought you're reading this, Josh. I I don't read. Well, then what the fuck are you getting your tidbits from? You're saving it in your head. Yes. Uh, Bradley Cooper spent a year in the basement with Willie Nelson's son. Willie Nelson's son taught him to play guitar, hmm. and that is fucking legit. That wow. is not poser shit. He didn't pretend to play guitar. Yeah, and that's badass. That is super badass. And also, Bradley Cooper. Had to fight to get Gaga to play Alley because the studio wasn't going for it. Yeah, and that's about it. That's All right, fine. You said you had a few, and you only said one. Okay, got it. No, this, I said two. This is how Josh. Oh, that two? I didn't. The, I thought that was yeah, all that connected. Was I thought that was all connected I said to Wilson, one. Son Todd Bradley Cooper to play guitar, and and what else? Bradley Cooper had to fight to get uh, Gaga. Oh, to get her as the main. Yeah, oh, yeah, they okay. weren't accepting I, it. I didn't understand and then what you were saying. Showed like an iPhone video mm. of them collabing together, singing a song. Gotcha. And they're like, "All right, fine, you got it." You would think it's a little odd that he has to kind of fight for his own cast. Like, I understand right. people it's are putting Lady Gaga. Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, I understand people are putting up the money for this, and they want like a big name. But like, if he believes that, why would he even have to like vent, like uh, vouch for her? Like, she has a fucking huge music career. Yeah, it's bullshit. Like. So he fronted like four point six million. Oh jeez! And they backed him with thirty five million in advertising and all the other shit. Yeah, advertising is a lot nowadays. It's a lot um, of money. Yeah, especially with social media and stuff. But um, yeah, it's crazy because uh, my girlfriend and I were actually talking about how many you know you know like like all like you know Christina Aguilera, um, uh, even like Beyonce and stuff. The, the, all these divas, they have like their like um, kind of like roller coaster of of, of personas. You know what I'm saying? Especially Christina Aguilera. I don't know if you've ever, you know, really followed her. Or even Britney Spears, for example. Like, they'll all have, like, different – like, one year or, like, two – every two years, they'll switch up their, like, style and persona and stuff like that. And and uh, Lady Gaga, you know, she started off actually as a pop star in real life. She started off as a total pop star with, like, Akon and Convict Records and stuff like that. So, she was totally bubblegum pop. So, like, her first couple albums are very, very bubblegummy and, like, electronic-y. And then her third one – I think, like, her third or fourth album uh, – art pop was like totally like edm like it was crazy edm and then uh after that uh she kind of went like back to like more of her roots of like you know a lot of guitar type of songs and like um poppy ballads and stuff like that and then recently she came out with this album called joanne which i they talk about it in the documentary that that netflix documentary but i think joanne was like her dad's like sister or something that died so one of her relatives that died so she made a whole album dedicated to her basically and it's all like grassroots like folk songs so so i i can only imagine like bradley cooper probably heard that album and was like i want her she can play the she can play the fucking piano i want her and she could sing like she's awesome Right. Definitely go back and listen to Joanne if you guys have not heard that album. I think it came out last year. Uh, it's not like one of the crowd favorites and doesn't have like crazy hits, but it's like an amazing album. Like if you're into actual vocals and like piano and stuff like that, check out Joanne, guys. And and that's what's so great about um, an actor and and anything, anything you, you do in life. Yeah. You got to be dynamic. You can't just hit 
it one high note. You got to be diverse, dude. And you got to take a chance, too. I mean, they, they could have just, they could have put anybody in her place, really, and then just kind of dubbed in the voice. You know what I'm saying? With another singer. And we would have hated it. And it, yeah, it wouldn't have, it, 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 it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been true. And there, and you know what? In the first song, when they do pull her out for shallow, uh, how awesome was it that she looked so nervous? Like she kept covering her face and it was like, I was like, oh man, this is like pretty authentic. Right. Cause that was like, that was like, People that she didn't know. She wasn't in the Dude, gay the, bar. The, the crowd was the crowd was like fucking like ten thousand people. <laughs> oh yeah, it was insane. It was huge. So she's going from like singing in front of like, you know, fifty people to like fifty thousand people. It's 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 a crazy transition that she had to go through and she had to keep up, but she did it and, and they both made it work and I and I absolutely loved it. Nine point five you know what, fuck it, Josh. We're we're slashing this. Ten point ten point ten out of ten. Whoa. I'm going there, Josh. I reversed and I revoked. I revoked my rating. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. You're doing a 10? A star is born. 10 out of 10. Let's do it. 4K release. I'm getting it on 4K. Even though I don't have a, (laughs) even though I don't have a 4K player, I'm fucking getting it on 4K. When prices go down, I'm down for. (laughs) All right. Anything else you want to add, Josh, before we end this? That's about it. I had a great time. Yeah. Um, I want to thank the people. How did your lady? How did your lady enjoy it? Oh, she loved it. She was balling. Yeah, yeah. And she doesn't really cry much, so yeah. So you know it hit her. That's cool, man. That's good. That's good that you guys can enjoy a movie together like that. Speaking of that, she doesn't scare easily. Fucking Universal Studios. She got <laughs> she got hit like twice, and I got hit like four times. By those, and I found out I'm afraid of little people. By those stranger, like by those Stranger Thing monsters, huh? Yeah. And nice. All right, so I guess we'll leave it on that note, guys. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on our social medias at Flix Talk Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. That's F L I X Talk Podcast and on YouTube.com forward slash Flix Talk. That's YouTube.com forward slash F L I X Talk. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, you want to give any more information, Josh? Or, or uh, are we going to give any? Uh, when's your next, when's your next day off? When's your next day off? How about Sunday, that? Sunday, Sunday. Oh man! So we got to wait like another week before we can do another review. With yeah, you. I got to beast five days, and then okay. I think I'm off Sunday. That's not for sure, but I'm pretty sure because they're cheap and they only like giving me forty hours. You know what song they just put the out? Muscles. The video that I was thinking of, the second video they put out for this movie, was a song that goes, "I'm alone in my house." Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, dun, 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 dun. that was a good song. That was. It kind of reminded me of. Maybe it was just weird, but it reminded me of um, the Annabellum song. Hmm. I, I you know don't, what I'm talking about? No, I the remember that name, one, but... Where it's like, uh, it's three o'clock in the morning, and I was thinking of you or whatever. I don't remember And I'm that. all alone. I don't know. Um, but yeah, let's <laughs> leave it on that one. <laughs> and I guess we'll, 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 we'll catch you guys, uh, you know, when we catch you, because I don't know, Josh, Josh's schedule is pretty crazy. Um, oh, Sunday, you said, right? Sunday. Actually, actually, Saturday morning, are you free? Uh, I could be free. Dude. Ta- I've seen Venom tonight, but dude, I don't know if that helps. Dude, Tales from the fucking Hood too. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will slaughter that. Josh and I are going to slaughter to- oh Tales from the Hood 2. We're just going to let you know it's really bad. <laughs> for Halloween. We got to do it for Halloween time, Josh. Come on. It's October. It's worse than a killing a sacred deer. <laughs> I'll give you that. It was the and worst thing that, I've like, ever killing seen. Killing a sacred deer. Shame on you. Shame. You know, shame me once. You you can't be shamed again. (laughs) No. And give it for Dave Chappelle. Look at that. Acting again. And he's buff as fuck in this movie. (laughs) Dude, I know. (laughs) All right, guys. This is David for Flix Talk signing out. 
And this is Josh from Flickstock telling you to keep on listening.